Welcome. My name is Mike the Llama. You can call me the Llama or Mike or, or you. And we have with us today our resident expert on pretty much everything, Dr. Brant Raven. Welcome, Dr. Raven. Thank you. Thank you, Llama. Now, this is, um, this is a bit of a surprise, really, because I didn't think we would ever get around to doing this podcast. And I know that um, it's something that you have pretty much had your heart set on for a really, really long <laughs> the time. last 15 years. <laughs> yeah, it's just the last 15 years. And look, it's uh, I've always thought it was a good idea, but, you know, there's circumstances always get in the way and stop us from doing things. But uh, You were combing your hair. I was. I was. Uh, I was. And I won't tell you where that hair was. <laughs> That's right. But uh, we're look, ended up. Um, look, I think it's a good idea. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot, uh, lot that can be discussed. And uh, I know there's a million podcasts out there that have different opinions on lots of different things but uh and i know that you and i have often got into arguments about things but i think that's what's going to make this one quite interesting we're just a couple of guys who uh who've got some pretty solid opinions i don't agree yeah (laughs) (laughs) there you go um some good good knowledge and background behind both of us as well let me add that in um and but i I think you know, there there is the having a bit of a, an idea about um, just what's going on in the world and and things beyond our own little bubble of existence. Yeah, yeah, and I think people do live in a bubble, and that includes us, right? That includes us. I think we're our bubbles have touched today. They, they have. <laughs> they've, they've... Let's hope that's the only thing that touch that's get gets touched today. <laughs> well, it's early but look. Today, you know. <laughs> If, uh, if you're a first listener, um, what I would say to you is, look, I encourage you to sit there, have a listen, have a laugh, uh, enjoy what we've got to say. Maybe subscribe to the uh, forward coming podcasts. Um, Maybe just don't take things too seriously. It's more a case of, um, you know, we're, we're, we're pushing on the edges of your own bubble. Yeah, we are. And tickling, maybe tickling the underside of it. Absolutely. And mm. you, I, I'm sure uh, when Mike... Po- when, when Mike the Lama puts this up, um, he'll allow for comments and such things. So Call in. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, one, maybe if it becomes a success, we will have uh, a call-in facility. Or at least, at the, I would say at the very least, I could do voices and call in. <laughs> Pretend to be other, hello, I'm someone else. Anyway. And now, Mike the Lama. Yes. For a message from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. For we have no sponsor. There you go. But that's okay. We can still have breaks and pretend. Anyway, look, what is this all about? So I, I, I've prepared a little bit of a, a, a thought on um, on what it is we're trying to do with this. And, and I think, as we've alluded to in our uh, initial uh, wafflings, we're all about trying to prick the bubble of people's existence. So there are particular topics or, or issues that, uh, you know, people know about or think they know about, just to come at it from a different perspective. And I think, again, because we <laughs> don't tend to agree on a lot of things, that could work well. But we, we do it in a jolly manner. We, we like to torment each other in a humorous way, I would have thought. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> yes. Well done. Yes. But again, the, the topics, hopefully anyway, won't all be... Uh, they won't all be argumentative. They they won't all be political. They won't all be something out of world politics or war or anything like that. They'll. And we some, may agree. 
we may agree on some topics. And, <laughs> no, we uh, on today's topic, but that's... <laughs> and, uh, you know, there, there, there could be some science thrown in there. We've both got scientific backgrounds. Uh, there could be some technology thrown in. There's just a whole mishmash of ideas, right? Or it could just be a, top, a couple of, you know, blowhards just pontificating on the world. On the world, indeed. Having said that, Today I thought we'd start off with something a bit special, something oh, I know that's okay. dear to your heart. Okay. Are you going? Are you going to give me a choice of topics, or are you going to no, throw no, out a topic straight, straight <laughs> into one single topic? Straight, straight. Wow. In. Let's go. And and again, it, we, we'll listen out for the groan because I know there will be a groan. And okay. We're talking about. Uh, okay. <laughs> go. We're talking about sport. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and I wasn't even acting with that one. Right. Jump in. Specifically, the idolization of sports people. Right. Very I know good. This is, I know this is a topic dear to your heart. Yep. Yep. Um, and by heart, I mean possibly bowels. Yes. I'm not sure. Yes. Um, but what what I wanted to discuss with you yep. is... Uh, <laughs> do we need the background or your feelings about... Look, I, I'm a sports fan. I'm a football fan. My team's not very good in the AFL, but let's not get too now, bogged down on that. I, I, However, I think you need to explain. We we may get international listeners. That's true, right? That's so true. so you need to explain really when you say football what that means. Not okay. soccer, right? Okay. <laughs> so yes, we're we're in obviously Australia. You can hear our accents. We're Australian, but we're in Melbourne, <coughs> where the town is dominated by a sporting code known as the AFL. And that and, and it's like rugby but not. Yeah. And so Lama, what does that stand for? AFL. It's the Australian Football League. We're right. very good with our acronyms here. Wherever there's an A, it's kind of Australian. Yeah. Kind of Australian. Okay. Um and so we have So it's uh, it's only a code that's played in Australia. It is the, you know. If I remember the history correctly, yes. it was played because people played cricket and it was a code that was developed um, to train cricketers on the off season. My God, you've exhibited some sporting knowledge. And I didn't, I did not know the topic, so I didn't even have to look it up. That's very good. Right? You are correct. It is yeah. something that that uh, they did in the off season for cricket. That's right so. to make sure that the, the that the cricketers remained fit and trained and active and whatever else. And got and, to play about in the mud for a little. That's bit. right, and it eventually developed into its or its its own ball code. Right. So when we say. When we talk about football in Australia, we're not talking about soccer, which is what the, the round balls. the round ball sport, which is what the rest of the world call football. Yes. However, having said that, I guess we're covering all all aspects of sport. We are. We're, we're talking about if we're talking about idolization, we're talking about all aspects of sport. Right. Mm. Okay. So. It, you, you've 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 brought out the topic idolization of sporting people. Okay, um, so, so as more of a context again, we're, yeah. in Melbourne here we have a, a football culture. Whether you, whether you agree with it or not, there yep. is a sporting culture. There's there's definitely football. a sporting culture, and it's definitely football dominated. Yeah. Yes, and so you know every news report tells yes. you the latest that's going on with football people, even in the months where we're not playing football. Absolutely, and. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Raven wants to punch his radio or his football when this stuff comes on because it, I is, do. it is very prominent in our news. Um, mostly it's talking about the same people. Oh, you know, this person here's done this or this person's done that. And you're like, 
that's awesome, but the football season is not on. Why are we talking about these people? Why is this more important than anything else going on in the world? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And look, let, let me just jump in and say, because a lot of people have accused me of being anti-sport through... through <laughs> Through. Why did you look at me when you said well, that? Well, because you're one of the people that have... I'm have, have, three of the people. <laughs> I'm not anti-sport. I think what these people do, and I think what sport people do in general, is uh, quite amazing, actually. I think it's... Um, Name one thing you think is amazing. Well, they, well they've well, they got a skill that I can't, that I don't have. He, um, says, he says lounging on his couch. Yeah, they, <laughs> they do. I mean, first of all, their level of dedication to what they do itself is amazing. It's absolutely incredible. Um, but then I, I, I could sit here and argue that there are multiple people who don't play sport who've got an extraordinary level of dedication to what they do as well. That's true. Be that be that charity work, be that science, be that anything. They've got an amazing level of dedication. So th- that raises the first point or the first ire that I might have, which is why is a sports person's dedication more valued than um, another person's dedication. I may have a dedication to, I don't know, painting houses really well. Why is that dedication? Why is that dedication less valuable? Why is that less respected? And so, okay, well, I could certainly make the argument and say, well, okay, let's say I'm really great at painting houses or doing gardening. Say, okay, you know, that's not probably in the public eye, so that's not as valuable from a. Uh, from a visual perspective, from a public perspective. So I can certainly understand why um, a person who's playing a sport, playing football, I can understand why that might be more more respected or more in, in the public eye. Um, but then what about a doctor? A, a, a doctor's skill is certainly a lot more valuable than a person who kicks around the ball. But uh, yes. is, is, so let's take a, a surgeon, for example. Right. Do you, are you advocating we should have a, an audience for surgeries? Because that's the only way you get things... Well, know, it's, it's interesting that you would put it that way because historically there have been audiences for surgeries. Um, maybe, but that wasn't necessarily to observe how awesome it was. That was because of the gruesome aspect of it and, and you know... Well, I mean, so we, most people were likely to die, weren't they, in the old? Well, just... no. Historically speaking, certainly in the Victorian age, there were there were um, there were theatres. In fact, that's why it's called a theatre. Um, you know, that, that's why a surgery, a, a place of surgery, is called a theatre. It's basically because um, the, the the general public would be invited. Yes, there were people. There was a gruesome aspect of it, and that's why a lot of people attended. But there's always a there was always a fascination aspect of it there was people there were people who turned up to learn from it so you know i have to sit here and wonder and say well uh people who do surgery that's pretty damn amazing but even forget the whole surgery aspect even people who don't do surgery people who are doing theoretical physics why are they less respected or why why is what they do less amazing than a guy who kicks around a ball? Uh, I would again say that that comes back to the, the even the example we gave with the someone doing an operation, you can see it. There's something there, theoretical <laughs> theoretical physics. What are you gonna do? Sit there and watch someone going, hmm, hmm, yes, I'm thinking of these things. It's So it's, is your so your contention is that uh, it needs to be some sort of spectator um, visual well, I would argue that these you know, round theatrical. things in the front of our face yes. uh, serve a purpose rather than just going, ah, 
uh, uh, let's not walk into this wall. It's you want to observe things to be entertained. It's all Look, about I, entertainment. I, I understand that. I understand that it's all about entertainment, and I get the whole sporting aspect. And again, I'm willing to concede that what a sports person does, be it a footballer or a tennis player, whatever they do, their level of dedication has gotten to a point that what they do is absolutely amazing. And what, you know, the, the the guy, general Mr. General Public, cannot achieve that. And that's what's so amazing about it. And in fact, if you read any psychological um, 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 analysis of this, it, 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 people watch it because they feel as though they are doing it themselves. Oh, yeah. That's why people are That's really one of into the their selling points, they into yeah. their sport. But they talk, talk but to what, kids and they say, "Isn't there nothing better than imagining yourself kicking the winning goal and the right?" Goal and they get to watch. Right. Well, well, there's an argument that can be made there, and I don't think we're going to cover it in a single podcast because that's a selling of a false hope to someone, really. Right? You're selling them. If you're saying that to a child, you're really, really selling them false hope. I mean, why can't why why can't people say, oh, you know, to a child, can you imagine you being the discoverer of the cure to cancer? You never hear that. You never hear that. Well, that's not true. No, it People is true. That. Study, study hard, and maybe you'll one day. Wow, there's another argument for a, for a podcast as well. Study hard. What a bunch of bollocks that's turned out to be. Um, so, I mean, all I'm saying, all I'm really against when it comes to sports is the is the level of idolization that people have for you know they're willing they a sports person is more likely to be forgiven for doing a wrong than any other person in the world they're more likely to be to be um given a hall pass when they do something that's illegal um or whether when they do something that's immoral um and again immoral or morality itself is a completely separate argument that's, that's going to be a tough one to right i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be the arbiter of what's moral or immoral but i'm just saying in, in, in the general sense, a sports person is more likely to get away with something than a normal human, let's say. Um, so why, why is that? Well, pro- because, it's, because you idolise a sports person. It's exactly the same as, um, you know, when we had the global financial crisis and banks were not allowed to fail. Mm. It was declared that banks or certain businesses were too large to fail. Well, exactly the same thing as a sports person. They are too large to be reined in. They're too large yeah, to... Hold on a minute. If yeah. you've got the bank's too large to fail, that's because everyone, not everyone, but a, a huge number of people have a... Uh, uh, they're invested in... Right, and in the same way... But no, financially, so it would be, it would right, be and bad. It, if my footballing idol does something dodgy, I don't then go, oh my God, I'm wounded. What do I, I you know, you're like, oh, well, shit. Well, no, yeah, no. Well, no, it's it. That's not quite true because if if you're footballing idol, remember, if you're a child and you've if you've sold this idol, you've idolised not only again what you're doing. It's it's so convoluted because what you're doing is you're idolising a whole bunch of people in in order to sell the sport in order for a few people to make a lot of money. That's essentially what it comes down to. Well, that, that's the cynical view. The, well, it's the, not the cynical view. It's <laughs> the absolute view. Because no, what's the what's the largest, well, it may not be the largest participation, but, but kids play sport. Yes. So kids play football. And if they see yes. at a high level that people can, uh, you know, pl- play 
uh, football at such an elite sort of... Yes. Uh, uh, their abilities are way beyond what little kids can do, but kids, it's something for, for them to strive for, something for them to go out and get fit and, and enjoy themselves. Ha- that, that's still a good so, thing. So, so you've swallowed the Kool-Aid? No, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't swallowed. I haven't, a, I haven't been to Jonestown, so I'm not swallowing the Kool-Aid, but no... No, but you have because topic, all... I can tell you that they didn't actually use a lot of Kool Aid for that. It was something else. But anyway, Kool Aid hadn't been invented at that stage. Oh, very good point. Very, very good point. Yeah, anyway, minor detail. No, but I mean, all I'm saying is what what you're what you're taking in. You're taking in the marketing aspect. The marketing machine behind a system is really saying to you. We are doing this for the kids. We're doing this because it's great for the kids. It's great for 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 people's health. And you know what? It is. It is great for the kids. Mm-hmm. Does it maybe? Does does maybe you know? Does it maybe help kids get out there and uh, and and do a bit of sport? Maybe it does. I don't. Well, maybe I, it definitely does. I don't know. Well, I haven't read any evidence that it does, but I will. I, I will concede that the evidence is probably there that it does. Right? I'll concede the point. But at the end of the day. People up there are not doing it to get a freaking kid out to do sport. People out there because they're making a shit bucket load of money. <laughs> that's the that's the end of the game. And that's true, right? That's that the end of the game. Gil McLaughlin is sitting there and yes. making a he's he's got money coming out of his butthole. Yes, that's what's happening. Okay, don't don't people listening to this and people listening he's the head of the AFL yeah, listening to you know people listening to this please understand it all comes down to how much money they're making it doesn't come down they don't give a crap about you but hold on a minute how is that any any different to a uh, a medicinal company that gets the cure for well, cancer it, and wants to flog it for money the fact that they're saving someone from cancer—it's not—it's convenient because it means they will buy—they will buy their product. It's not from from the from a company perspective. It's not markedly different. It isn't. But I'm not talking about a. We're not talking about the company itself. We're talking about the individual, yeah, okay. the the guy who's studying medicine, the guy who's doing the research. Generally speaking, they their only interest is to make sure that well. Their their interest is not purely altruistic. I mean, the guy who comes up with the with the ultimate cure for cancer goes down in history, mm. right? And that guy's name will resonate as long as there's a human alive, right? So their 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 win is that they're basically going down in human history. But all I'm saying is, don't tell me that these people are doing it for the health of kids. The sports people are doing it because they're making a buttload of money. Right, and that's why well, the a, business, the people who own the business. Well, the people who own a business, it, 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 it's like I said, it's convoluted. The people who own the business are making a big buttload of money. The way they make that money is to promote the sport, and the way they promote the sport is to create idols. If you create idols, you can now create a, a, a cult following for those idols. Right now, those idols are not allowed to do anything wrong. When those idols do do something wrong, that in the public eye cannot be hidden, that in the public eye, you know, but basically you, you you cannot correct for it. You now have to come up with a story, and you now need to, you know, there's the whole you you basically turn the what that person has done wrong into a whole redemption phase. Now, now the person needs to go through redeeming themselves, and there's tons of examples of this. Yeah, yeah, but not, and there's not there's not even failed true. examples of this. Mm. You know, there's the, the whole. Um, I, I, I I'm seeing a lot of Brendan Favola on the screen these days, right? Mm. 
How many times has he been caught pissing on restaurant windows? Tons of times. How many times has he wronged a lot of women? Tons of times. Allegedly. But, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Right? But he's 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 now in that hole. Now now he's basically well, he's not on the road to redemption. He's basically at the end of the road of redemption because you see him on the screen all the time, right? Uh, he's no longer a footballer. Well, he's no longer a footballer. Well, that's even worse. That's, yeah, of course it is because he's he's turned he's he's turned he he's basically taken his his career as a footballer. And I don't know whether he was good or bad. Yeah, I'll, he was pretty good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll 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 bow my head to you on this, right? Okay, so he was pretty good. Big freaking deal. He was he was good. So what? So now 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 every sin that he's committed is forgiven and he can be a broadcaster? Well, I don't think it is, but I think that there has to be a point at which... You know, and don't even get me started on Ben Cousins, who's failed the road of redemption. No, that's, that's right? There's a good... There's an interesting story. He's failed that road of redemption. Don't get me started on Wayne Carey, th- right, who, who did so many wrong things. You could have 10 podcasts on the guy, I think, right? I think something you need to also acknowledge is that Australia, as much as we uh, we go to the the whole tall poppy sort of thing, where we like to cut down our heroes, we're also a a, a nation of people who give someone a second go, well, or a third go, or maybe it's a tenth go, or something. You know. We're, well, that, but that's my forgiving. point. But that's exactly my point, right? That's exactly my point. Australia, as a, as a, as a, as a culture, and I'm not even sure Australia has a culture. But anyway, let's assume that it does, <laughs> right? As as a culture, Australia does have a very uh, interesting culture of yes, we're going to give people a fair go. Yes, we're going to, um, you know, we're going to the Australian spirit, and we're, you know, we want to give them pro- a couple of goes. Give them a couple of goes, but that's what I'm saying. Sports people tend to have a lot more fair goes than every other fucking person, right? And I have to, and I really have to sit there and ask why. And here's another thing: I object to the use of the word hero. These people aren't fucking heroes. Well, How are these heroes? How are they hero? How is what they do heroic? At best, what they do is a job. At it best. Is, that's true. So how is that heroic? You know what's a hero? I'll tell you what a hero is. You tell me. Okay. A hero A hero is a person who works, who, who, who basically works for a charitable cause. That person who could probably and potentially earn a lot more money elsewhere, or at least be doing a normal job elsewhere, decides to dedicate their life to doing charitable works. A hero is a person who volunteers in a hospital to bring a child a little bit more of a smile on their face because that child is is, is in a painful situation. A hero is a person who takes in a foster child to relieve a family of a situation um, that they may not be able to deal with. Those people are heroes. They're not being paid hardly anything. If they're not being paid at all in most cases. Those people are heroes. Right? Hold on. But some of the stuff you've just said... Um, well, on this this current weekend that we're recording this podcast was Easter. And right. We had on Friday. Yeah. The a, Good, Friday Good Friday appeal for the Royal Children's Hospital. And yep. During that day. Yep. It used to be nothing happened during on Good Friday. It was like, what do we do? We'd sit around and remember. Right. Nothing. Right. Anyway, there was a football game. Yep. And it was uh, money that was paid. For yep. Tickets. Yep. Went towards the Good Friday appeal. Yep. Uh, there was also so what? No, no, hold on. <laughs> so it's what it is is it's bringing in an extra revenue source for this charity. Yep. So something that wasn't there before is yep. now brought in. And what's okay? What's a good thing? So for, hold on. There's more. At halftime, one of the people you mentioned, Wayne Carey, used to play for North Melbourne, and Matthew Lloyd used to play for Essendon, two AFL teams. 
had a uh, kicking competition at halftime. Each goal they kicked $1,500 for charity, to the charity for the for the, for this thing. They raised 60, 70, whatever it was, $1,000. Now, they've used their uh, personalities or, or persona or whatever you want to call it, their presence as, as footballing people to help raise money. So there are people that do charity work in the footballing thing, in the footballing society. The, each of the teams, now I know you might say they get paid, they get paid one squillion dollars. That may be true, but they also have a level of expectation with the club that they will go to schools and help people train. And I yeah, know but that's, that's part all of the part. Exactly, it's part of the marketing machine, though. That's, that's not part. They're not doing that independent. But they also can visit kids in hospital, and what are they doing? Exactly what you said, putting a smile on someone's yeah, face. Yeah, okay, so okay. Still, Look, I, I can't, I can't argue the point because if. You know, if if someone that I don't particularly like is is or or or, a, or a, an event or a sport or whatever that I don't particularly like is going and putting a smile on a poor kid's face or you know is making them, I can't argue with those points. But at the end of the day, what they're really doing is marketing their game. They're not doing it out of the generosity of their heart. That's what I'm saying. They're not. That's that's where the difference is. Don't you get it? That's where the difference is. But is that the same for for the end movie result? Stars and all that. Oh, absolutely, it's the same. Are you joking? Movie stars are even worse. Well, hold on. But having someone who gets gets themselves uh, raised up to a level of recognition like that, then visiting someone, you know, this this freaking Captain America and. Iron Man, you know, and Robert Downey Jr. dressing as Iron Man, or yep. he's visiting a kid in hospital. Yep. He may be a squillionaire, and he may be promoting his film. I don't know, did, did, he, did he do that? Yeah, he did it for one of the kids. Um, a sick kid in hospital, he goes and visits him. I mean, how can you possibly argue against that? Well, I can't. I can't. Well, there we go. <laughs> well, I, I can't argue against that. I mean, it, it, it's... It, I mean, I didn't know that Robert Downey Jr. did that and, and good on him for doing it, I suppose. But I'm not going to sit here and argue against that. The end The, the end result is that that kid has a smile on his face um, and, and you know, that, that's a good thing. You know, I, and, and you could say it's a good thing on so many multiple levels. All I'm saying is that these people are not altruistic. They wouldn't be doing that. You, you know, they're, they're, they're promoting themselves by doing that. They're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. Whereas the guy who's helping out at the Royal Children's Hospital, the guy who's rattling a tin on the corner of a street, right? That guy's expecting nothing and he gets nothing, right? That guy who's rattling that tin, I've got no... that That's a better person than me because I'm not that rattling person, the tin. That person's rattling a tin and gets the attention of a dozen people or whatever it is who passed the, the traffic lights at that particular time. Whereas the celebrity, you know, they were in a football ground, gets the attention of 50,000 people in one go. Or uh, if yeah, but a that's, person gets 100,000 or whatever. We're it is. not talking about the volume that a celebrity is able to bring in. We're talking about the, the, the reasons behind it. Right. So that so the and the reasons the have to judge, or the mean justify the end, or the end have to justify the mean. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, you you could argue quite successfully that the ends do justify the means. I mean, if a celebrity is out there, um, and because of their celebrity, they're able to raise a hundred thousand dollars for the Royal Children's Hospital, you have to say the ends do justify the means. I mean, you can't argue with the point. This charity or whatever is a hundred thousand dollars richer. 
But don't tell me that that's an altruistic person. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is, don't look at me and say, look at this guy. He's a hero for doing this. No, he's very smart and he's promoting himself. The guy that's sitting out there, the guy that's answering the phone on behalf of the Royal Children's Hospital, who is a no-name person, who's barely getting a freaking egg, curried egg sandwich because of his sitting there answering the phone, right? That guy to me is a hero. He's dedicating his time. He's probably dedicating a lot of effort. He probably does more than just answer that phone. I don't know who he is. I don't know what he does during the day. He you could walk into where he is because of the curried egg sandwiches. Well, you probably could. You could. I'd probably, you know, he could walk into this room right now and I wouldn't know who he was. Right? <laughs> why, are you, why are you in my house? <laughs> that's right. Okay. Well, hang on. Why are you in the recording studio? Oh, sorry, that's right. Why? <laughs> right? Very good. But no, I'm just saying that guy is the guy that I have a lot of respect for, mm. right? That's the guy I've got a lot of respect for because he, I don't know who he is and he's dedicating all his time and energy and effort and he's better than me. He's a hero. He's a hero. And he's better than that footballer, right? Any footballer. He's better all than, of them together. Right? In my opinion, he's better. And, my, and right now, mine's the only one that counts, by the way. <laughs> In, in he's he's better than the guy because you know and in the same way and in the same way if I can draw the long arc right the guy who sits there and spends twenty years of study head down has probably been pestered as, and bullied by the footballer right <laughs> let me just say topic. let me throw that in right <laughs> oh, and has dedicated their life to medical research or or, or I don't know re, re um, um, environmental research to work out how we can consume things better or research in physics to work out how we can build better buildings or build, you know... I, I feel like I want to chant from uh, Hot Fuzz, the greater good. I'm just saying, that guy who sat there for 20 years, you probably don't even know his name, that guy to me is a bit of a hero as well. Now, I mean, okay, there's argument that could be saying he's he's going to get his name in history, probably gets paid a reasonable amount of money, but in my opinion, that guy's a hero. The guy who's got his head on the screen every day, the guy who pisses on restaurant windows and gets less left let, get, lets gets let off by the legal system or Alleged. you know you know allegedly sorry right gets let off all the time, you know th- th- that to me that guy is 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 nothing. I mean that guy is I, I I've got very little respect. I've got respect for them for what they do for the skill they have that I respect. Right, because they don't just have. Certainly, some of them may have an innate skill, and they're just good at it from birth. But a lot of the skill they have is just sheer level of dedication. That I have a respect for. Some of their skill is just in marketing as well. Right, and and exactly, and some. But again, at the end of the day, in my view, it just comes down to money. The big man at the top, the big boss at the top, the the the, the kingpin, if I can use that word. Um, it's all about money. They're all just sitting there. They're scamming the public, convincing you that this guy's a hero of some sort so that you can spend your $50 to buy that meat pie and that beer and potentially the $20 badge that's going to sit on your stupid looking coat. Okay. So that I you can. I resemble that. You I can. Just- so that you can idolize some guy. I mean, I do not understand. If you're going to idolize anyone, idolize the guy that's doing the medical research that's trying to save your life. I don't, how about this? How about this one, right? I'll give you this one. 
Why don't you walk into your school and idolize your t- the teacher that's teaching your kid to be a better citizen, to have a brain in their head, to have an opinion? Idolize that teacher because I bet you that teacher isn't getting any idolization, right? I bet you that teacher, you wouldn't even know the teacher's name, right? <laughs> and if you do know that teacher's name, you probably know that teacher's name in anger. How about going up to that teacher next week and saying thank you because that teacher is dealing with your kid, dealing with all the other kids whose only interest is freaking football, <laughs> right? And I'm, and I'm being really serious when I say this. I'm really... Mike, Mike the Lama, yes. I'm being really, really oh, serious. I can, I can see. I can but see. don't you agree with that point? Oh. You know? Come on. Agree. You have to agree with no, that I point. Right? There's, there's you want a hero? You want a hero? You know, you want a hero? How the hell could I forget teachers? There's your hero right there. Well, look, you know? it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue that. But I guess it's... Uh, all the teachers in the public system, all your teachers in the public system who are working for our wonderful government, demo- democratic government, let me say, right? And by that I mean undemocratic, right? That's uh, another topic. That right. <laughs> we're covering a lot. We're, we're covering many future podcasts. All I'm saying is, you know, you want to idolise someone, idolise your teacher. Now, look, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll, give you some, I'll give you some ground here. You've probably got some of those teachers who are pissing on that restaurant window as well, there right? There may be a big line of them. Right? Just Not all teachers are the same, right? Not all teachers are going to be great. And not all, all teachers... Are the same. Right, oh, fine, I'll give you that as well, right? Not all teachers are deserving of your, of your, of your respect. I'm just simply saying, you want a hero, go and freaking respect your teachers because those te- though, a lot of those teachers, and I've met a few, they're, very de- they're dedicated to what they do. They love what they do. They want to teach. They want to work with well, kids. that's true. They right? do. Yeah. So, you know, we've mentioned so many te- teachers. Um, 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 you know, we've mentioned charity workers. We've mentioned doctors and nurses. Nurses, heaven's sake, you want a lowly classed paid bunch of workers who deserve respect? What about what about people who work in nursing homes? People who work in, with with um, with people who are about to die, and people you know, and, get, and bring comfort to those. And they dedicate their lives, and they are individuals who get paid nothing. You want to, you want heroes? Well, I can give you heroes. <laughs> You've got heroes coming out of the. No, closet. really, I can give you heroes, and I'm not even taught. I'm not even going to mention. Right, I'm not even going to mention the, the the people that go to war, right? Now, uh, that's now that's a whole different topic. It is a whole different topic because yeah. I'm not sure. I because I know that war is so politicized, and there's a whole bunch of nationalistic assholes that are out there, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to. We're not going to jump into that. But look, there are people that go to war. There are there are soldiers that go to war who believe in what they do. They're doing it not because they're necessarily nationalistic. They 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 do so because they believe in 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 freedoms, right? And those are the people that are heroes, right? Now I know there's a lot of argument that, and that's why I really haven't laboured on the topic, right? And I, <laughs> I'm glad you haven't laboured on the topic. I'm just saying that there are lots of heroes out there. You don't need sporting heroes. And 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 that, and that's probably one of the biggest misnomers you can make a sporting hero. What the hell are they heroic for? Do we do we require flags and scarves with scientific formula on the uh, you know yay uh, discovery of penicillin? I mean, what, <laughs> what what are you wanting? Well, I don't I don't understand the point. You're well, making. The, the sport 
one thing sport does do is generate revenue. Yes, I agree. No, no that's the, is it. It brings people together. Yes. And whether it's your national sport, so we all yes. cheer at, at the Olympics, and by all I mean everyone except you, we all cheer at the Olympics. But again, you're missing. Oh, the Olympics! <laughs> Heavens, don't even get me started <laughs> on the Olympics. But a sporting team again, it brings people together, and much like a uh, any other group, yes, you have you have a wide variety of people in that group. Who yes. wouldn't normally associate with each other necessarily. Right. Well, so you know, it, there's there's value in that as well. But you're and not. But 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 again, there's the, the, there's so much to unpack in that. There's a whole. There is so much to unpack in that. I can't even begin to start. It's, uh, you you know, you're talking about you're talking about. Okay, so first of all, as I said right at the start, I am not against sport, and I am not against the bringing together of people to watch sport. Yes. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm against the idolization of people. The I I am I am against. I I actually don't think anyone should be idolized over over another person. What I'm saying is, if you want to idolize people, if that's what you really want to do, there's a whole bunch of people that really deserve the idolization more than a freaking football player who gets paid ten million dollars a year, right, and 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 lives in some fancy house and marries a model. I mean that's ridiculous because that's really that's the whole structure of their lives, you know. They, there are still very few people who can achieve that, so it's something, you know, the, the very definition of something to idolize. And, and let me is let me just that is usually beyond your reach. And, and again, well, well yeah, I, I, but but so so what you're saying is that we should only idolize people because they perform something that's beyond our reach. Isn't that what you're saying about, to a certain extent, with the, you know, oh, I've cured cancer. We can't all do that. And so we look at someone who's cured cancer and we think, wow, that's well, you know, freaking excellent. Well, it I'm is. idolising well, that person there. Well, but, but how many people would idolise that guy? How many people would idolise... I think everyone would have. No, I don't think they would. What, but all these diseases or, or, or things, where there's a cure, the person's name is in the name of that cure for a lot of those things. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll say, a, 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 Australia is, is quite famous mm. for... Um, um, medical discoveries. Australia is yeah, Australia is quite famous for medical discoveries, mm. and Australia has done a lot for the medical, you know, um, um, area around the world. There's been a lot of discoveries that have come out of Australia, and significantly out of Melbourne as well. Let me add, mm. right? And let me say this to you, and again, for for, for our international listeners, I, I I don't know what it might be like in your country. I can only talk about an Australian context, okay? Um, but Australia, if I'm not mistaken, um, the person that holds the greatest number of patents in the world, patents, patents, mm-hmm. tomato, tomato, mm-hmm. um, is an Australian guy. The person who holds the greatest number of design patents in the world is an Australian. I challenge you, Mike the Lama, to walk down Burke Street Mall today mm-hmm. and to say, to, to ask anyone the name of a famous Australian medical researcher who's come up with a recent discovery, mm. because there's been a few recent ones, um, ask them the name of the person who holds the most patents in the world, ask them the name of a famous person designer or the name of a famous person innovator, engineer. There's been a few, right? Or the top goal kicker. Or the, the top goal kicker in the world. And let me tell you, you know which one they'll tell you. Right, so is that a Melbourne bias? It's it, maybe it is a Melbourne bias, mm. and if it is, then it's disgusting, and I'm ashamed to live here. Okay, 
um, that, that maybe it is a Melbourne bias. I don't know. I don't even know if it's a world bias. And if it is a world bias, then that's also pretty damn disgusting. I would say to you, I, I've been lucky enough to have worked with a lot of people from a lot of different countries. I've worked in the US. I've worked in Germany. Uh, sorry, not in Germany, but with Germans. I've worked with the French and I've worked in the UK. Um, I've been lucky in my career to have done these things. And I would say to you, based on the people that I work with and have worked with, you would be you would be very hard pressed to find a European person who would not know a famous scientist who would not know a famous scientist in their own country. I would say they would also know the top footballer. Yeah, I, absolutely, absolutely, and and yes, absolutely correct. They would know who their top footballer. In this case, we're talking about say soccer player, mm-hmm. right? Or their in 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 the case of say France, they're maybe their top uh, lacrosse player or their top um, 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 uh, tennis player or whatever. You know, I don't know why I said lacrosse. That's not a particularly French. <laughs> French sports, but it sounds French. It does. Look, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing, and I'll tell you why these people are idolised. Because, and the, when we're talking about soccer, I thought about it. Think of Brazil, and think of the opportunities for people yes. to get into science. Yes, and the opportunity for people to get into whether it's medicine or law or whatever it is. Yes, and then compare that to the opportunities of someone to step out into the backyard and kick a football. Yes, you have far more chance if you live in a slum or if you live in a whatever it is yes in to, poverty to participate <coughs> probably a, a nicer way of putting it if you live in to participate in something like football than theoretical physics you can't just guess what mum i'm popping down to meet the fellas down the down the road here and we're going to do a a spot of theoretical physics it's just not going right, to happen right. and so that's why the first thing that these people have in their lives, I, and, and seeing... but all you're telling me, all yes. you're telling me is why it happens. Yeah, that's right. You're not justifying that it happens. You're just telling me why it happens, but and I, I agree. What you're telling them is that they're wrong. Well, I think they're wrong to that. You shouldn't be going and idolizing Maradona. I'm not telling anyone. I am not telling anyone that they're wrong for doing that. What I'm saying to people is that as a progressive country. And as we need to progress in a lot of different areas for any given country, it's very important to have our children and and, and people growing up understand that, sure, we may want to idolize sports people, but there are scientists out there that we should idolize as well. I could quite equivalently turn the argument around on you and say, well, okay, what if there's a what if there's a child out there who may be living in poverty and there's been certainly in history a lot of cases of this mm. who might be you know potentially have the, one of the greatest minds in the world that child could have a lot of potential mm. right and that potential is not being recognized maybe it's not being recognized because that child is now playing sport is playing football it maybe it's lost to sport maybe it's maybe it's maybe that great mind is not being recognized because that child, that young person doesn't feel like they can actually get out, get out of their shell and, and explore their capabilities. But that is the path many of them take. Their way out of this thing is via sport. Yeah, but, that, but, but um, what I'm saying is it's via sport because maybe there's no other avenue. 
Well, and that's unless you I'm... want to have a travelling group of physicists popping into the local school. I don't know. Maybe that's what we need. Well, I'll let you, you organise that. And, and, and what's, what's, wonderful about, um, what's wonderful about the internet is that there are a whole bunch of people out there putting out science-based content, right? And, you know, hopefully we can, hopefully we can explore that, you know, moving forward as well. Hopefully we can put out some interesting content. But look, this is, it, 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 it's certainly a difficult topic to cover, and I'm sure elements of this topic will come into some of our other podcasts. It's as, true, yeah. and I will point out that on my running sheet here, we've, we, where it says start, we immediately went straight off topic, not where I was hoping we were going to go. But you know what? I don't mind. I think that's pretty good. But anyway, we should finish this one up. This is our very first attempt. Heavens. I think we've done quite well. I think it, we have. It went a bit longer than anticipated, but... Uh, Join us for the next one, where we'll have another delightful topic. You've been listening to... What did we say this was called again? Oh. Pricking your bubble, or bubble pricking your... We'll come up with an awesome name very shortly. Yep. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you again. So this is uh, what this would have to be, the the Mike Alama signing out for this podcast. And uh, special thanks to uh, Dr. Raven. Dr. Brant Raven. Special guest who will be here every every week. week. (laughs) I'll be here all week, everyone. Uh, All right. Uh, Bye, everyone. All right. See you.